Hello and welcome to Talking Events, the industry podcast brought to you by Event Industry News. Um, let's get our thank yous out of the way, first of all, for today's um, episode. Um, first of all, Headbox.com have been kind enough to organise today's space that we've set the studio up in, which is the Shangri-La Hotel at the Shard, London. We're in a, a private meeting room um, on level 34 of this fine building, um, with a beautiful vista behind us overlooking... London. Um, if you're listening to the podcast via iTunes, um, hop over to eventindustrynews.co.uk and take a little look at the uh, the video that we've recorded of uh, of today's episode, um, and you'll see exactly what I mean by the view that we are privy to today. On with today's episode, um, and we welcome back into the podcast studio um, Kevin Jackson, president of the International Live Events Association. Kevin, thanks for uh, coming back onto the show. My pleasure. And Alistair Turner, uh, MD of 8PR and Marketing, um, but President-Elect of the International Live Events Association. Um, Alia, how do we refer to... uh, Ilia. Ilia, there we go. Um, It's been quite a year for (laughs) the organisation. Let's start, first of all, by putting things in context um, and talk about the the, the name change that was announced a few Mm. weeks ago and and exactly who this association is. And, And this is the UK chapter as well, isn't it? It is. Um, the name change of uh, three weeks ago now um, was a big thing for us. We shared three quarters of an acronym with someone we didn't want to be associated with. Um, but I think it's much bigger than just changing the initials of the, uh, of the association. We've changed from the International Special Events Society to the um, International Live Events Association. And I think that change from special to live gives us a much wider audience. It represents mm-hmm. who we are as an industry. The things we're doing aren't about special events, they're about all live events, and that includes everything from festivals to community events and everything in between. And I think, for me, the move from association to or the move from a so, uh, society to association is a much bigger and more grown-up way mm. of dealing with our world. I think instantly, when you, when you remove the word special event, society mm. it takes it from being what may be perceived as a bit of a closed shop to something that maybe is a lot more accessible to the industry absolutely and that's exactly why it's one of the reasons we did it it's it in fact is the major reason why we did it um alistair you, you are the president elect um of the association and that handover formally takes place in july this this year so in right. in, in in a couple of months time um kevin your your presidency of the uk chapter will have been 12 months yes um when you took over that particular role what were the the things that you really wanted to 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 achieve how have you gone about achieving them what have you been able to change or drive forward in your time i think it i had a very simple vision and it was summed up in my manifesto hashtag (laughs) manifesto which was to give back more to do more for the members to do more for the sponsors to have more education to have more Uh, connections at live events and to try and get that thought that what this association is all about is members it begins and ends with them and as long as we're doing the right thing for our membership then we will be a growing association and really the constitution of the board uh, all of whom give up their time for free to be board members that no one in ILEA is paid to do what they do and I think that commitment of the board this year has been remarkable and the way we've driven the industry and the way we've driven the membership has been uh, very rewarding for me. Um, Alistair, when when Kevin talks about doing more 
for the members. What is it doing for the members and, and, and what does the association strive to do for its members? What benefits is it bringing to the people who are members? I mean, I think, I think one of the, the things that we've seen over the last 12 months is the association getting closer to the wants and needs of the members themselves. Um, it's better reflecting who they are, what they want to listen to, what they want to talk about, how they want to talk, where they want to be and things like that. So it's got us a lot closer to those membership and through that the members are getting more out of their um, association with ILEA. Um, it means that every time they engage with us as a membership body, um, they get the right sort of people that they want to talk to, talking about the right sort of things, going to the right sort of education, going through the right sort of networking. And what that's done is just given them a, a more healthy and more engaging uh, relationship with the with, with each other and, 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 and ILEA UK as a whole. Um, if you don't mind me putting you on the spot, Kevin, it is... Is 12 months for an association like this with so many members and such a diverse range of members yeah. operating in such a different ways, um, is it long enough really to, to, to make change? Do you feel satisfied that you've been able to do what you, what you would like to have achieved? I think what we did, and I think what every president does who comes into the job with huge amounts of energy and enthusiasm and drives change, I think the real trick to it is to make sure that the transition from one president to another is seamless. I know we talk about seamless all the time, but you really you really need to have a an incoming president who understands where you've been and and is going to carry that on to create that momentum. Obviously every president has their own flavor and mm -hmm. personality and drives the association, you know, in a reflection of their own uh, their own uh, vision of the industry. But I think what we've managed to do through lots of conversations about where we've been and where we're going is is to have a joined up approach to where Alistair's going to take the association in his presidency year. Um, how, how, is, how would you assess the, the actual membership level at the moment? Is, is it strong? Um, mm. and, and what types of events does the association represent or could it represent? Um, is there a broad spectrum of there or would you like to attract a broader spectrum of members i think we of all the associations out there we are the most diverse collection of hashtag event profs mm -hmm. you don't have to be a particular flavor event person to be in our association you can be a an, an agency you can be a, a freelancer you can be a florist a, a sound guy a lighting guy you can be anything as long as you work in the event space you can work at festivals you can work in community it doesn't matter to us. It, what matters to us is that we create a diverse marketplace of people who can network and trade with each other. I think that's the thing I love about us. We're a growing membership. We've had a, a great year this year in recruiting new members because we've made it very clear what we stand for um, and where we've led the industry. I think if you look at every single uh, international event that's been about the industry we the board have been on most platforms talking about ILEA and talking about the future of events um, so we've attracted a very diverse and growing group of uh, event professionals and I think we we are attracting those people who have a stake in the future of events no matter what they do for a job um, Alistair 
Where, where's the where's the differentiation here? That the industry does have a number of different associations and and, 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 and membership bodies that it could be part of. Whether you are an organisation, whether you are an individual, a freelancer, as Kevin says, a, a single event professional. Um, how does it differentiate itself from some of the other organisations out there? And and is there any sort of um, communication with the other organisations so that collectively the whole industry is working together? Um, as a board, and certainly under uh, Kevin's guidance, we've got into a real big habit about talking about growth the growth of the industry where the industry's growth points are Mm -hmm. what is the thing that's leading this now 42.5 billion pound industry into a 48 billion pound industry in a matter of you know three or four years what is it that's grown it over the last two years and things like that and what we've tried to do as much as humanly possible is represent what i kind of call this pointy end of the industry that's Mm -hmm. that's trailblazing at the moment and when Kevin talks about the sort of membership that we're getting and the, and, the, and the people that are joining our members, it's the people that represent that growth in the way that they work, in the creative content that they produce, in their relationship with businesses and brands, um, in the events that they, they put on that continue to grow as well. They all come together under the uh, earlier um, uh, the platform. Mm-hmm. They yeah. like being part of that. We've been really, really stringent and very almost myopic in our desire to represent that and nothing else and that's why i think more people are engaging with us than before now that's not to say that we don't engage with other associations in fact we do and we're a huge supporter of anyone that wants to bring growth into our events industry and we want to play with everyone basically but as long as we're very cons- uh, concerned with who we are and where mm. we sit we're happy with whatever else wants to do basically um Kevin, when, when I look outside of the events industry and I look at other sectors and other other trade industries, um, and the membership associations that I've I've had dealings with or interactions with, some of them, we won't name any of them, but some of them I think can be can be guilty of telling their members how it should be done and mm. how to conform. And look, if you're working in this industry, here are the rules, here's what you must abide by. Yeah. How important is it for, for this particular association and the industry that it serves to ensure that it's not stifling its members and that it's actively encouraging them to pursue the creative side of things, which I know something is you're, you're, you're very passionate about. Yeah, I think um, there are some uh, rules to membership you have to be, you have to agree to. But in terms of um, directing people as to how they do things we're not re- we're not really about that what we're trying to do and I know it's one of Ali's big themes for next year what we've done this year and what we're going to do next year is lead the conversation yeah so to show people where the industry could go and where they could go in order to take advantage of that growth so we're saying look this is the future of the event industry and we as um, as the board are going to show you how to get ahead of that so you can take advantage when it comes. And again, it doesn't matter what job you do. If the industry is growing and you know what to do in order to take advantage of that, you're going to grow too. And that's what everyone wants from their association. So, 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 so what would the hopes be if, if, if you're sitting with your members and, and, and communicating to your members a, a, a way forward and looking into the future and what, what, what could be achieved mm. and what's feasible, what, what are the hopes for the future? Well, I, I, I use the phrase, and I will continue to use it for you know from from July for the the, the following twelve months after that. This, this idea of following the conversation. Mm-hmm. The reason why we're getting so many more members coming in in the last six months than we've had for for a very long time is because people want to be part of that conversation. 
but also in terms of where that growth is and where the growth is the industry is who's that conversation with mm-hmm. and I still maintain and I would say this I am biased but I would still maintain that no other association quite speaks the language of business and brands as we do it at ILEA because the majority of our members are talking that every single day yeah. they're listening to businesses they're listening to brands and it's that those brands and businesses that bring a sponsorship that mm-hmm. hold events that host product launches that exhibit that do all those great creative things that inject this industry forward it's also those businesses and brands that understand marketing and understand what we do with other forms of marketing mix they understand audiences and how we talk to consumers stakeholders shareholders clients customers corporate hospitality do you know what I mean? all mm. those sort of things that's who we're having that conversation with and we're listening back as well so when we're having those conversations we're having it with the right people so the growth of our association will be out of those people that want to have those conversations with like-minded individuals but the growth of the industry which is you know obviously more important is into those um into those businesses and brands just to just to play devil's advocate for a second here is there a danger that by growing and continuing to grow and, and and having such a diverse range of members within the association, it, does it make the job of serving them effectively tougher when they are working in su- such a different, a broad spectrum of events? No, I, well, because the events industry is a is a huge thing. It isn't is it? when when we look at and that's what, what an makes event it exciting. Is, yeah, um, but I, I don't think so. I think there's two things. Um, what we are not doing is telling people how to perform and what to do. We're not in the camp of saying we love events because people don't, consumers, customers, clients don't love events. Mm-hmm. They love the content of the events. Yeah. You don't get someone sitting at home saying, do you know what, is there an event to go to? They don't say that. They say, here's Comic-Con or here's Glastonbury or here's the Cisco Live event or here's... HP Tech at Work. Whatever they're interested Whatever. in. So the event is the media through which we communicate. Mm. So we're only helping people get better at understanding that, um, that connection. And I think because we offer such a diverse membership, if you come to one, we, we hold a monthly event, mm-hmm. which is usually a theme. It can be just networking or it can be a bit of education in there, a guest speaker. There's always a monthly event. And if you come to one of our events and see the energy in the room when these event profs from different disciplines, festivals, community, corporate, freelance, flowers, sound, light, heat, whatever, in the room talking about the thing they do, there is an amazing connection. And there is a transference of knowledge. So you know, people who work on festivals are able to talk and share with people who work on just corporate. Yeah. Now that is a transference of skills between those two groups and you know, vice versa from corporate to festivals. You know, there's a whole change going on where we're coming together as a community and that's what ILEA is doing better than anyone else. Um, just to, to, to pull the pin and throw the grenade in there, is there, oh. an, is there an official line at all on uh, EU in, out... what's the general feeling amongst members and has this debate been had at any of the recent meetings? Uh, I think everyone in the industry is having that debate all of the time and just like the country, I I don't know what we are now, we're 52 for staying in and 49 for coming out. You know, there's a complete divergence of uh, opinions. Mm -hmm. You know, we're still talking about it. I'd, I'd, I'd add as well, a lot, a lot of the there's, there's some there's some brilliant people out there talking to government at the moment on behalf of the events industry, 
who do it exceptionally well and that are engaged in political debate. It's not that we're not talking about Brexit and things like that. Of course we are. But we, we do do it from the standpoint of business. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we listen to what businesses care about. Yeah. Probably, overwhelmingly, the majority of the clients that do big sponsorships or invest in big festivals or do huge brand activations, product launches, you know, are speaking the same sort of language in terms of what they want from this sort of debate. In, in, you know, what's good for business, what's helps them grow, uh, what's helps them, um, you know, expand across the, the, you know, across Europe. But actually, more and more important to our business level members is, you know, how do we do things globally as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the conversation they seem to be having when, whenever something like this pops up, which is, you know, we're in an international industry. Let's not look at things on too small a basis you know well, well just just uh, as an example um today has been published the results of uh, the meetings industry association's uh vote that was taken on monday night or, or a debate yeah. that revealed growing support to leave the eu with a swing of just over 15 percent uh at the start uh let's have a look here uh, at the start of the debate, 18%, just over 18% voted to leave the EU, 54% to remain, 27% undecided. At the end of the debate, 34% to leave, 48% to remain, and 17% uh, undecided. So, Kevin, as you pointed out, it, 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 it's still very much a broad thing, isn't it? The, yeah. the, 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 there's no clear Apart from clear my appalling matters, 51-49. But I think, the you know, as Alistair has said, we have always been an international group. Events are global, not European. Mm -hmm. You know, we do events around the world, and we've always had a global perspective from the events industry. Exactly where we fall, you know, psychologically, it's harder to give up something you've got than it is to get something new. So. Mm. Bringing it back to, to to the association, to the UK chapter, which which is what we're talking about today, fundamentally, and this the passing of the baton that will take <laughs> place in a couple of months' time. Um, you're going to take the association over in, in, in pretty good health by the sounds of things, aren't you, Alistair? What are your plans then when you come in? And referencing the, the, the fact that you will only have 12 months when you take it on, exactly as Kevin has had, how can you shape things and what are your plans for it? Well, one of the things I'm incredibly grateful to be given on day one is a fully-fledged, ready-to-go board mm -hmm. that's been watching for the last 12 months and... Pr and involved for the last 12 months. So everything that we've been doing for the last 12 months stays there mm -hmm. and they come through. And what I'll make sure I do sort of, you know, at the end of my presidential year is that offer the same, the same um, you know, experience for the, the person that takes over after me. Um, the other thing that I don't need to do is change anything. So I'm gonna be one of those sort of strange beasts that's basically gonna try and carry on exactly what this board has put in place for the last 12 months. Um, we're only really starting to see the really great results of all that hard work now. And the last thing I want to do is change anything the moment that happens. Also, if it's not broke, don't fix it. What yeah. I do want to do in terms of where we can go as a board is to push the pedal down on the accelerator even mm. harder on that one, uh, to continue to offer that same unbelievably high quality of content that they get from, um, that, that our members get from Ilya. Uh, to carry on those conversations that make everyone feel included and inclusive and that make that community bigger. But also we're in this fantastic um, sort of position where we've got great content coming out of our members, coming out of our programs, from our education. We've got great content. And what we're finding is, is that there are people that 
can't engage with Aaliyah UK because of geographic restrictions. Like, yeah. They can't come to events, all those sort of things, but really, really want to. And what we're going to do is make it easier for ourselves to be dragged into other ge- ge- geographies, other sectors. Yeah. So marketing, I'm a PR person myself. So there's a lot of PR people that want to engage in this conversation as well. So I'm going to make it easier for us to be dragged into those sort of areas, both geographically and sector uh, across sector. And we'll do that because of the content that we're producing as an association. As the UK chapter, how effective are you in actually serving the whole of the UK geographically? Mm. Because in the past, there's been a lot of people critical of the high end of the events industry, saying that it's very London-centric. How important is it that you do reflect the fact that it is a UK chapter? Mm. And that's when... That's been one of my negatives, I suppose, because that was one of the things I wanted to do in my year. What what we've done uh, this year is run a program of um, events in universities. Mm-hmm. So we've done guest lecturing at, I think, 12 or 14 universities, and we've attended a couple of uh, their bigger events across the country. What I wanted to turn those into was a meet-up for event profs in those areas and talk about what ILEA could do for them we are going to roll that program into next year so that's going to continue and make that a more regional thing and we're also attend we attend events around the country so the venue show in manchester next year we're Mm -hmm. there we're going to huddle around that you know we are out and about and we're trying to make that happen to make us a bit more london centric and as ali said you know, the only problem is if, if they sign up, they can't come to the events. But with the plans that Ali's got for distributing the education information online through other means, it's going to make it easier for them to join in. C- can we expand on those plans? Are these, are these sort of under wraps at the moment? Or can, can we get a, a sneak on those? They're under wraps, but, you know, what, what, what I really want to sort of say to, to our membership and our, to, to our potential membership is there will be value in engaging with Aaliyah next year without having to go to events and what you know our board is going to try and do is trying to create something with as much value there as humanly possible whether that's on a simple capturing event content and pass it on whether it's about capturing some of the educational findings blogs and things like that and passing that on or creating something where people can access that information um what what we do know is people want to hear us Mm. and it's for us to make that as easy as possible for potential members and that's what we will do but before the end of my my year that's one thing that we will do we'll make sure that if you want to but can't it'll be easier than before you know uh, i'm looking at some information here about other associations and, and, and societies <laughs> and, and and what's available to people working in the event industry whether you're a contractor a supplier or yep. a professional um there's a fairly big difference between some of the prices and the membership costs of being part of these associations um if they're all ultimately there to serve their industry mm. why is there such a big difference in prices to be a member of, of associations related to the event industry i i don't know i'm i'm not looking at your information i don't yeah. i don't I mean, know we're what talking those are. Any, anything from from you know 55 pounds per year right up to you know a couple of thousand two three four thousand pounds a year i think um, it's it's important I, I, i'm not i'm sure mm. that that's all i'm there. just curious I, I, and I, I know i'm sort of throwing throwing yeah, statistics yeah. at you without any 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 notes or anything but I, i'm curious again it goes back to this thing about uh, i think associations serve a brilliant purpose um I, I, I'm, I'm always curious to know how, how much the, the associations are talking to each other to, to, to support yeah. each other. What I would say as well, though, is um, 
we've got to be we we've got to be very very clear in terms of the other associations that sit around ALEA members. Yeah. Let's remember that an ALEA member is as likely to be uh, a member of the Chartered Institute of Marketing yeah. as they are to be a member of the National Outdoor Events Association. Um, they're as likely to be a member of the CIPR than they are of uh, you know MPI. Mm. Um, and we see them as our barometer as well. We understand the, the the value that they give to members. We actually look at those models and see them being incredibly successful because of how they go. So we, we, we want to sort of see that camp. We sh- we're not silly enough to understand that they will also be members of MPI and MIA, and we want to make sure that, um, you know, hey, look, they can do both if they want to. Yeah. All I'll say from, from, from our membership position is we, we give a phenomenal amount of value already to our members and, and we're hearing that back from our members they really like what we are doing more and more um, we're going to continue to do so that was the, the very effort, uh, essence of Festa, which is just to give more yeah. more yeah. as humanly possible and there's no way that ethic is going to go you know when, when, when Kevin moves on um, that's something we'll continue to do as well. So that's a promise. Going back to your time as uh, as president, which which continues, as, as we mentioned, this is not being handed over today. This is a couple of months still to go. Um, despite being in a position where ultimately you were, you were being looked upon to drive things forward and, and come up with your own ideas, have you been able to learn from being in this particular role as well? What have you learned and have you been able to, to source new ideas and new experiences by being and working with a new group of people yeah I I say all the time that um, I've learned a hell of a lot in my year as president Uh, it's not just about where I can take the association it's where the association wants to take itself Mm -hmm. so you are as Ali's already said I'm at the pointy end but it's really where I'm being pushed um, and inspired and if you look at the work the board has done in my pri- in my sort of business life outside of ILEA, I'm almost working with every single one of my board now. I'm working with a lot of our members because I've met them and understood them and got to know them through ILEA. It's been the thing that is sustaining me and the things I've learned in this year of, you know, I'm using in my daily life. It's not just a one-way street. D- despite me poking a bit of a stick towards as- associations, and, and forgive me for doing that, the association can ultimately only be as good as the members are willing to drive it forward. So, yeah. as, as you say, you, you, you've clearly been pushed by the members and by the group yeah. around you. Yeah, and everyone says about, and it, it's a bit of a cliche that you only get out what you put in, and it's mm-hmm. really true. You know, because we do um, eleven monthly events. Yeah, come to the events, take part in the networking hear the conversations, be part of the rhythm of the industry, you will be better for doing that. Come to the education, listen to our speakers, understand where the events industry is going and take advantage of that. Get involved in marketing your your company through our massive Twitter following. Yeah. You know, we have a website where we take guest blogs, we have a YouTube channel where our members can post their own corporate videos. You know, it's a big opportunity, and the more you put into it, join one of the committees, help shape the the association. The more you put into it, the more you get out of it. I'm sorry, just to just to add that as well. Mm. One of the first things that Kevin's board did when he took over was a huge membership survey. But what members will always give you is direction. What they won't do is micromanage their association 
and, and, and work that hard. They're, what they'll do is they'll give you the direction they want to be in. And yeah. we, we've really listened to the tone of mm-hmm. that conversation as well. We'll do exactly the same and we'll see where that direction puts us as well. And then it's for the board to manage that, manage that by by listening to that direction we've been given and, and giving them the content on fight or giving them, them the leadership that they want us to be. And that's a big part of, of, of how you how you can both listen to the membership but also provide a leadership voice for the industry as well. Are we continuing to grow as an industry? Um, where do you see things heading? Um, how healthy is it right now and, and how healthy are things going forward? Well, Ali's got all the numbers at his fingertips. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the broad scale of the industry from business events to festivals, trade fairs, from product launches to you know congresses and medical yeah. summits and things mm-hmm. like that is overall growing. Um, it's silly to maybe look at it at such a wide industry. What what we do know is the bit that's growing the biggest and with the most adventure is that part of the events industry that understands its role as part of a marketing mix mm-hmm. as yeah. well as a sales platform mm-hmm. that is treated, like as I keep on talking about businesses and brands, but, but treated as a tool um, and not a junket. Um, that is understood by CEOs, MDs, marketing directors, and sales directors, and not just event organisers. This goes it's back to the point bit. you made earlier, Kevin, about you know nobody refers to the events industry other than the events industry itself. And I think the, the world, as, as Ali's saying, the world has changed. Mar- great marketing used to be about what you said to people. Now it's what you do for people. And one of the things we do is build relationships between brands and their most important audiences, whoever that audience is, customers, clients, consumers. And I think we've moved away from a marketing world of awareness into a marketing world of relationships. That's what we do in the face-to-face industry. That's why everyone's looking at it. That's why we're growing, because brands have realized they need relationships with their audiences. That's what we do, and that's why we're growing. That's why we talk the language of brand. That's why we talk the language of business, because that's how to take advantage of what we're doing as an industry. We're good at facilitating a lot of things, aren't we, as an industry? We're good at connecting a lot of different people together, fundamentally. Sorry, I'd I'd also add, in terms of what Kevin just said, that's what we talk about every month, every day, (laughs) as Aaliyah Aaliyah members. And it's amazing how sticky that can be. The amount of marketing people that are joining us, the amount of direct brand people coming into Aaliyah to, to listen to that conversation and to talk back. The amount and to of, learn. Yeah, the absolutely. The amount of engagement we get from other marketing mediums, you know, like the PRCA, who are, you know, we're having constant conversations with and sharing knowledge and things like that. They really want to hear what the event industry's got to say. And because we're saying it in the right way, we're talking about it in the right language that understands them, they're really listening and we're listening back. And that's great as well. It's, it's, it's a very interesting place to that, be. That must be a hugely positive thing to have an asso- as an association when you're getting the marketing people who are ultimately wanting to stage events for whatever brand they represent, that they're actually wanting to engage with you to understand how it is you operate. That, that, that's making the, the task of running these events and putting them together presumably easier by having that engagement with the marketing people. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's that... It's that meeting of minds that is so powerful. I think uh, brands, brand and marketing people have always shied away from being part of an association because they're scared of getting hounded right in the room by people who want to sell them something. (laughs) I think we've got over that. We're a very adult collection of individuals who don't do that. What we do is we engage in a conversation around a topic and we share views and opinions. And that is a very powerful thing. Before we wrap up, I'd love to ask you, Kevin, 
whilst we've got Alistair sat here in the studio next to you, what advice would you uh, would you pass on to him when the baton does get handed over in July? I, well, one, I don't think he needs any advice from me. I think uh, Ali's a fully formed <laughs> president in waiting and he's going to take the uh, association onward and upward. But I, I suppose my learning from, uh, from my year is to do everything with energy and enthusiasm because it's that that communicates to the membership, it's that that communicates to the outside world, and we are a growing association, and that has come through drive and momentum. That is the only thing I would say. If people want to find out more about the association, um, ileauk.org is the uh, is the address to visit. Um, plenty of information there about the events that, that the guys have highlighted today, about the, the ways that you can get involved with the association and engage with it, learn from it, regardless of what your professional background is and what it is you do. If you want to learn more about the events industry and speak to people who are working within the industry, get in touch with them. I'm sure they'd be love, uh, they'd love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can tweet us at Talking Events. If you're listening to this via our iTunes subscription, as I said, hop over to eventindustrynews.co.uk, have a little look at the video that we've recorded from um, today's fabulous venue. Um, and again, our, our thanks, as we said at the top of the show, to headbox.com for helping us source today's venue and to uh, Claire Metcalf and her team at the Shangri-La Hotel at the Shard London for their hospitality and uh, giving us this uh, amazing meeting venue. For the time being, thanks, guys, for joining us in the studio. Kevin, thanks, thank James. you again. Pleasure. Alistair, pleasure, uh, pleasure having your company. Thanks, for James. the time being, my name's James Dixon, and you've been listening to Talking Events. 